Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Will. Recorded live. We're here, Kelly. Pardon the interruption. <laughs> it, Kelly, are you the only one else that's on besides Jared and I? I'm going to look right now. Jared's here. Wayne's here. Hi, Wayne. Hello. How you doing? I'll just be on for about uh, 25 minutes. And then you got to go? I've got to go to the family deal. Okay. Well, let's let's have a prayer right now. Uh, Jared, can you give us an opening prayer? Yeah, stand by a moment. Our Father in heaven, as we begin our in, our National Independent American Party Executive Committee conference meeting, we're grateful for this opportunity. We give thanks for the many blessings we each enjoy collectively and individually. We ask thee to please be with us in this hour and bless us in our deliberations. And pray. we pray for those who are in need, physically, emotionally, spiritually, and financially. And we pray for our nation. We pray for the preservation of our constitutional liberties, for the Constitution itself and the documents that girded up the Declaration of Independence and the Bill of Rights. We pray that the people of America will find the truth, that we can help aid them in this endeavor, and that they will recognize that we've been misled by many of our leaders into uh, a non-libertarian uh, freedoms like we used to have. We pray for thy blessings to be with us, for all involved, and do this in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Thank, thank you, Jared. Welcome. There's another Jared on as well, I think. Jared Hayrand, is that you? That's me. I'm here in Rexburg. Welcome. All right. Thank you. Well, I wanted to talk about something at the beginning of this call, just because I want to ask Jack Brown to listen to this call, at least the first few minutes of it while we talk about this, and that is concerning the alliance. And i just like to get a couple of people's opinion, whoever wants to chime in. But we, we've had for about two years now, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mute everybody, and please try to re- mute yourself, or else I'll just, cool, thank you. Uh, We've had the Alliance of Independent American Parties. It's been two years now that we've struggled and we haven't made very good headway. And I've been thinking a lot about it and and you know, praying for our country constantly. And I, what if we change the name to Alliance of Independent Americans and just just that? And the rule, one of the rules of the of the alliance could be the three things that we already have there, the three principles. But also we would just say 
if you're not a Republican or a Democrat, you can be, or, or a Communist Party, we'll say. Well, if you're not either of those three parties in the Republican Party, the Democrat Party, or the Communist Party, then we want you to join the Alliance of Independent Americans. And, and that, that way everyone's looking for the, quote, independent party. And what the alliance would be is it would be the independent party, basically, because it would be it would consist of Reform Party, Constitution Party, Independent American Party, or just independents in general, people that are independent, and any other party out there, Christian Liberty Party, American Independent Party, or whatever. And then we have Jack think about how that would work as far as the the nuts and bolts and and getting writing something together that uh, maybe we can have a pledge for the alliance and then just call it the alliance of independent americans and it consists of everybody but if you're in the republican party or if you're in the democrat party or if you're in the communist party then you're not invited to be part of us can i just get a few opinions on that and then that way i can let Jack, hear what we're all talking about and see what he thinks. Jared, can you give us your opinion? You talking to Jared Beck? Beck, yeah, Jared Beck. Since you've been involved in the alliance, um, I was thinking about the alliance recently too because um, Brandon, Janice, and Kelly and I started out. Was it more than two years ago? Like three. It was like, or, that was like three and a half years ago then. Yeah. Oh, and we worked together weekly for that year and a half, and we basically Kelly and I decided we wanted to make it move forward, and we wanted it to be part of our independent American Party efforts, and we parted ways because Brandon didn't want it to be affiliated with any party, and it used to be. I it was independent American movement dot org and I'm just looking to see if that website's still alive. It was IAMOV dot org. Um it doesn't go to a website anymore, but I gave that domain name over to Brandon and said, you know, I don't Gamus, to, right. Or it use it, build whatever you want, but it it's not what it is. Anyway, that was a little bit of a precursor for those that weren't aware, but um, it's kind of gone a couple of different directions, but the intent has always been the same, to get people who are independent-minded involved that are that don't have the spirit of party and who want correct principles. And, you know, I, I feel the same as what Kelly's probably been pondering is we've worked hard at it, long at it, and it has little it has achieved little results not that our time has been wasted because we all learn and and we have shared it with a lot of people i i'm one of the ones who proposed that we do this that we split it out from trying to do it with parties and try doing it with individuals and other groups i mean there's other groups that are and independence minded groups has power and it has associated people. So bottom line is Go ahead, Jared. If we could all mute our phones, I'd appreciate it. Go ahead. 
Yeah, I was just going to say, to me, it's it's no different than the Independent American Party in a way. I mean, we're trying to stick with correct principles and with the intent of the Founding Fathers. And anything or any or group or organization that can do that, I'm all for it. So, yeah, I'm, I'm in agreement with your proposal, Kelly. Okay, great. The, the parties are just too spirit a party is what I think we've learned, Jared. There's just too much right. spirit a party in parties. And I guess that we should have known that. But let me unmute everybody, and then uh, you want to hear from Pro Life? Yes, Pro Life. You're in the alliance. Go ahead, sir. Kelly. Yes. Go ahead, sir. Please. Okay. Yeah, this is Pro Life. Um, I hope Jack's on the call there because um, we. I'm going to ask him to listen to this. He's not on, oh. but I'm going to. I'm specifically asking him to listen to the first 10 or 15 minutes of this call. That way he doesn't have to forward like a half hour before we get to it. Right. Well, Go ahead. Um, I'm still of the same uh, attitude that I always have been, that um, the American people are disgusted with politics and even the so-called uh, third party kind of like – like the Constitution Party, like uh, because um, they know that there's selfish people using the parties for um, their own purposes, while u- using truth, you know, practicing priestcraft to uh, for their own uh, selfish reasons. And we've tried not to do that. And um, I still believe that if we never compromise on what is right and we're real um, particular about what is right then uh, eventually there will be enough people that really believe in truth and don't want to compromise that will come to us And uh, but I believe that they will be very uh, religious Christian kind of people and uh, they will uh, join with us because they're Christians not because they're because they'll put Christianity and Christ's morals above even the Constitution. So if you're going to compromise about uh, the sexual issues, uh, pre-born baby murder, um, if you're not going to say that socialism is collective theft, if you're not going to make everything moral, it it won't work. And uh, because Heavenly Father and Jesus want us to just stick with their principles, and we'd rather be small and have their blessing and uh, enlarge the tent and compromise. So that's uh, that's always been my position. It always will be my position. And I even always, you know, you'll always hear me say, well, I think we should put Christian in the name of uh, whatever we do. So, and I'm still for that. But um, okay, I, I think what Kelly is proposing is better than what we've had. So... That's what I've got to say. Thanks. Well, thank you, and, and we maybe that's a good point because that would get rid of people in the Communist Party naturally and other bad groups. Well, all the parties are really communist if you want to think about it. And yeah. All of them are ungodly yeah. if you want to think about it. There's yeah. There's not one party except ours that's going to bring God into the discussion every single time because we will, and I will, unless you want to throw me out of the party. <laughs> Mm, no, thank you. <laughs> just say, 
Pro life, you're too godly. Just get out. Of uh, no, no, no. Hey. <laughs> no, okay, that's enough for me. Thank you, pro life. Well said. Go ahead, someone else. This is Wayne. Wayne, and go ahead. I, and I guess I haven't been on enough of the other calls, but what pro life is saying to me, if you open it up, you're going to open it up to communists because I don't see how you can keep them out because they're they're all in there. I think. I would look twice at changing the name just to get something that hasn't happened already. I mean, you already had to deal with with uh, Janice uh, three and a half years ago, or he took the name, and and I don't know that he's done anything with it. I'm just saying, if we, yeah. if you want, if you want to uh, make uh, what's your name, Ron from Oregon, or anybody, uh, Jack Brown, yeah, and what. I mean, how come it hasn't happened thus far? If, if, in other words, if you're just going to say alliance in front of it, is that going to bring him and all the other people in, and and they'll want to be Christians and they'll want to uh, do the things? I don't. I I think you'd have to look pretty hard at before I would want to change the name any other than, like I say, I'd like to okay. do it with party as such. But I I haven't been in enough of these meetings, but I did attend the one in. Vegas, and we had three or four different parties there, and we wasn't able to get anybody happy. So I don't know how changing the name is going to do that. And if if, if we are going to do it, I would certainly like to see it studied a little more than just make a decision tonight. Right, so, of course. Of course, yeah. What What I was hoping to do and what I thought was a good idea is to just – have have an organization alliance of independent americans where it's not party it's just people it's just totally people and one of the re- prerequisites would be you can't be a republican you can't be a democrat but guys and i know pro life has that stance and and i agree agree with him but like people like andrew and and other people in this party p- good smart people would say that even atheists can be independent americans and and so, are we going to open it up to even atheists? You know, are, are, as long as what I'm saying is, as long as people are independent Americans, because if you're a Republican and you're a Democrat, you're not an independent American. And then we we also throw out those extreme far left, or if you want to say that, uh, Communist Party, those types of people that that do do that. And there's very few of them, and maybe no one would even join, but. That way you get people to think like you, Wayne, that non-Republican, non-Democrat, but they've just kind of grown up around the Reform Party or around the Constitution Party or some other group or party, and they can be in the, uh, in the independent Americans as well and align with other independent Americans in the Alliance of Independent Americans, if we choose to call it that. But let's get a couple other opinions, and then and then we'll move on. Go ahead. Yeah, we just. Yeah. Uh, so you're saying that we can bring an alliance together with nobody changing their names. Everybody would keep the Constitution, the Libertarian, the Atheist. Everybody can come as long as they're not a Republican or Democrat. I like that part. But the reality is, uh, we're still dealing with communists, and I don't know how you're going to control, or do we want to control? We just want an alliance. Without any control on No, there's the three principles that they'd have to adhere to, which is 
in the the covenant of the alliance too. But you got you have a good point. Keep going with your point because I want Jack to hear this. Go ahead. Well, no, I'm just saying that uh, you know we have to have some kind of uh, breaking point where you say an alliance. I mean, everybody could be an alliance. There's a hundred and seventy four countries meeting on top of Austria right now um, and they're within two or three miles of their meeting place if you can't get in there or out of there. I'm saying do we want an alliance of 174 people, countries that are doing nothing but destroying America? Does that make more sense than having one party who actually puts God at first and his principles there first? Are we better off doing that. That's what I would like to see. I mean, I, did, I haven't seen anything yeah. come of this yet. I know you've been working at it hard. You've worked for years. But I don't know what it's going to accomplish, even if you say we're going to change it to alliance of American or independent Americans. I don't know what that's going to do. But that's... Okay. Kelly, this is... Thank you, Wayne. Go ahead, Jared. Uh, I, I want to make sure that we're not misunderstanding each other. We're not trying to change the name of the Independent American Party, are we? Aren't we talking about no. the alliance? This is not the Independent American Party. This is the alliance, a separate organization. Most of us that are in the, this party are belong to the alliance, though. And I wanted to feed Jack Brown something for him to think about before the call in two and a half weeks. So thank, that, you. thank you for that clarification, Jared. Any, any other thoughts before we close up this topic and move on? Yes, this is Steve. Steve, go ahead. Um, I agree that Americans are fed up with our current political situation between the Republicans and Democrats. I was just on the Internet counting up. Uh, there are like 25 or 30 uh, parties in the United States that are minor parties and then there's a bunch of parties by state as well and I did not count those. Um, I posted something on real on the um, Independent American Party uh, Facebook page uh, yeah. about independent strained breakout and it was mm. talking about the uh, presidential commission on uh, the presidential debates. And uh, was that the New Mexico Facebook site or the national site? The national site. Okay, good. Thank you for doing that. You're welcome. Um, and I really feel the same way that Americans are looking for something, but they don't know where to turn. I believe that. In order to get something to turn around, we need to unify Americans. Uh, we need to reach out. Um, I would think that having the alliance name change to uh, Alliance of Independent Americans, uh, you know, people with uh, God-fearing backgrounds would hopefully join. Uh, but we need to get it out in front of people so that they know there's a source they can turn to. Uh, right now, independents are only getting 1% of the vote. So we've got to make 
more than just name change. We've got to uh, get in their face to, uh, as a matter of saying. Uh, we've got to let them know that they're, we're here and there's some hope. That's it. Says the article you're referencing, the first part of it says, in an article Monday, the Wall Street Journal's Washington Bureau chief, Gerald Sieb, asked the question, is a, third party, is a third political party straining to break out in America? His answer yes. was a clear yes. And I'll, I'll say this, too, on the Facebook page, like, for example, in the past week, 33 people have liked our Independent American Party. Facebook page, and probably half of that or more, well, I'd say about half, have joined our party. And so, I mean, if, if we just, if all of us just disband and left the website there, people would still be joining us in droves. And so we need we need leadership. And the, Wayne, it's either that, it's either do something else or just disband the alliance. And so. That's that's what I want Jack to think about. So, great. I think we have enough on that topic unless someone wants to chime in. Okay, hearing nothing. Let's just go to uh to announcements. Yeah, we need anyone that wants to do any of that work that we have 32 items. I mean, it would be wonderful to have a, a solid cuz I'm glad you posted that article, Steve. But we don't really have a, a key Facebook admin person. Remember, Zach posted all that stuff, and then we didn't like it, and he would kept posting it. And so then we then we we got made sure he wasn't the uh, administrator anymore. But no one's really took his place. I post a few things. Other people post a few things, and maybe that's enough. But that's just one of 32 tasks that I have that went out in the the agenda. So be thinking about that. And Kelly? Yes, Jared. Yes, Jared. I, I got an email from Wayne that suggested we have Ron Paul at the beginning rather than the end. Maybe he could explain more if he's on the phone. Should we do that right now, Wayne? I, you know, I would love to because to me, what he says is the Republican Party has the military and they're redistributing our wealth. That's what happened on Jekyll Island. He says that we've got to stop the military complex. And, uh, and he said, yeah. Anyway, it's really good, and I would like to hear it again, and I would like to just talk about it for a few minutes, and I've got to leave. Okay. Anyway, so appreciate that. If we could, I think it will help you understand what we have to accomplish. At the, We need to have everybody from this day on promoting the summit, and it's going to be spectacular. You're going to talk about... We're going to talk about everything that the Republicans, Democrats don't want to talk about or won't even mention. So we're going to have the whole gamut covered. And I think if we can get everybody's attention and just realize that what he's saying, what Ron's saying tonight, is the fact that we have all of these, um, that, well, mainly the Federal Reserve again, and, and it's funding all of these military installations all over illegally, by the way, and we need to get that through so that we can hopefully make this summit meaningful and gigantic. Okay. Thanks. I'll get him on. One second.
Hello, this is Ron Paul with your weekly update from Monday, June 8th. If you look at the track record of the interventionists, you might think they would pause before taking on more projects. Each of their past projects has ended in disaster, yet still they press on. Last week, the website Zero Hedge posted a report about hijacked emails between billionaire George Soros and Ukrainian President Poroshenko. Soros is very close to the Ukrainian president, who was put in power after a U.S.-backed coup deposed the elected leader of Ukraine last year. In the email correspondence, Soros tells the Ukrainian leadership that the U.S. should provide Ukraine with some level of sophistication in defense weapons to match the level of opposing force. In other words, despite the February ceasefire, Soros is pushing behind the scenes to make sure Ukraine receives top-of-the-line lethal weapons from the United States. Of course, it will be up to us to pay the bill because Ukraine is broke. But Soros seems to have the money part covered as well. In an email to Ukrainian leaders, he wrote that Ukraine's first priority must be to regain control of financial markets. Soros told Poroshenko that the IMF would need to come through with a $15 billion package, which he was confident would lead the Fed to also come through with more money. He wrote, the Federal Reserve should be asked to extend a $15 billion three-month swap arrangement with the National Bank of Ukraine. That would reassure the markets and avoid a panic. How would the Fed be convinced to do that? Soros assured Poroshenko. I am ready to call Jack Lew of the U.S. Treasury to sound him out about the swap agreement. So George Soros, with use of his influence in the U.S. government to put the American people on the hook for a bankrupt Ukraine, forcing us to pay for weapons, more military training, and Ukraine's crippling debt. Who is thrilled with Soros' drawing the U.S. government into more intervention in the region? Well, the military-industrial complex, for one, is happy at the prospect of big weapon sales to Ukraine. The bankers are thrilled. Washington power brokers are thrilled. There is something in this for everyone who is politically well-connected. The only losers are the people who will be forced to pay for it, the American taxpayers. No one seems to ask why we are involved in Ukraine at all. Is it really any of our business that the East wants to break away from the West? Is it a vital U.S. interest which flag the people wish to hang in Donetsk? One thing we should be sure of is that Ukraine's debt will not be paid. As in other bailouts, much of it will be transferred to the U.S. taxpayer through the IMF and the Federal Reserve. All of this is only possible because of the perception that the dollar is still the world's reserve currency. But this, too, is coming to an end. U.S. military and financial interventionism worldwide are only speeding up the process. Thanks for calling this update. A new update is placed on this number, 888-322-1414, every Sunday. The written text can be found on my Ron Paul Institute website at www.ronpaulinstitute.org and on my Facebook page. Thanks for calling. All right. What do you think, Wayne? We're all listening to you. Great. Well, this to me brings about the whole thing that I've been looking forward to doing at the summit, that is exposing the two-headed beast and creature from Jekyll Island and to do uh, to do the, the whole thing of explain the Federal Reserve, the IRS, the 17th Amendment, and how 
that has destroyed America without the other million laws and regulations they've passed since then. Basically, we're, we're talking about not one do-good law for the Constitution, anything about it. And Rand Paul drives me crazy. His Ron, I love <clears throat> most of the time. And his son uh-huh. trying to get kudos for for uh, saving the NSA. The NSA is an illegal communist law, one of the million that they passed. And to give Ron Paul, Rand Paul any credit for that is like saying uh, it doesn't mean anything, but we like because he's trying. It doesn't mean one thing. He hasn't tried nothing. And so we got, I'm going to hit that, that we have to understand what happened on Jekyll Island. And we're going to have to, hopefully, Robert and others, Lloyd, and I've got others, some really good speakers on it. And I think I'm going to have Greg speak about Jekyll Island also, the Federal Reserve, how these things have happened. And we're going to talk about the industrial complex of militarization. And that the Republicans got that. They are not one iota of difference between them and the Democrats. And until we believe that and get what happened in the Constitution, we have to understand the Constitution won't allow us to be in Ukraine. It won't allow us to have a Soros who has destroyed other economies. How many? Three, four of them already. And he's about to do it to us probably within the, before the end of the year. He's going to pull the plug on it. He's all set up. And here we are worried about getting out of out of there. That has nothing to do with it. Anyway, <laughs> I'm pretty riled that we, we may have one more shot, and that would be an Orem on the 2nd or the 3rd of uh, July. And I would hope that people would catch on that if we, even though we, I don't like being a party, I think if we can get the small P to take over and know that it's only a, a sense of uh, time that we have to set the example by understanding that this could be our last shot at, at freedom because they're, they've got a million laws. They can arrest you for anything. Not in Utah, you've got to have your seatbelt arrested, or they can pick up three or four other things after they stop you for not having your seatbelt done. Uh, felonies, they're, they're crazy. They've got three, four, ten felonies they could arrest you for every day. That's how many laws they have. So anyway, I hope everybody gets this, that I'm going to be stressing in the summit, and I hope everybody that goes there will read Jekyll Island or at least understand it and understand that we have a shot at educating people because they are saying they, they're tired of these two parties, but then they'll always come back and say, well, we got to vote for the lesser of two evils because that Hillary is certainly more evil than any Republican. And here where Jed Bush is, or Jeff, Jed Bush is. He's in Austria. They're on top of the mountain there with them. I mean, they're all involved in this. If they've got an R or a D, we have to understand that they are a communist. So anyway, that's I, I just liked hearing what he said today. I think that he covers a lot of avenues, but the main thing is he covers Federal Reserve has destroyed America, and we need to let people know that. Going to hear it from the two parties who cover their butts all the time for 102 years at least. Anyway, that's all right. Out. Thank you, Wayne. We have about $650 in our account. Should we? How much should we spend for advertising, Wayne? Well, I, I think that uh, we need to get some ideas first, and then hit up the last two weeks. I don't know that 
we wouldn't hurt to do an, an ad or two places right now just to let people know we're coming. But we need to discover, I think, how. And then I, if we can get something going, I think we can get more money for this. I, uh, we just have to let them know that we're not going to be talking, tickling your ears. We're going to tell the truth. And people are going to, they deny it, no matter if you tell them a lie or a truth on our side, but they always believe the lies from the other side. We need to just let them know, and I think we'll have plenty to advertise that come through, but we do need to get started. Okay, but, yeah, right. We do need to get started a big time. I mean, it's it's the ninth. And so I, my vote is, is to spend $500 on this for now, and then we can always spend more later if if and when more comes in. How do you feel about that, Wayne? I mean, not spend it now. Just vote to hit the ground running and and uh, and spend it in, in a couple of weeks when we need it. Absolutely. That's why the guy gave you the 500 to advertise. Okay. So your vote and my vote is yes, I take it. And again, we're not going to spend it now, but we just want to make sure we vote so that we don't get in a situation where we're hunting people down for their vote. So, I do, I do, yeah. I do like you said that we should be uh, hitting the independent American people that are registered, and that that's who we really need to hit with this, that we're going to hear the truth for the first time probably ever because it's going to be systematic from Constitution, even before how it was set up by the Founding Fathers, and then we're going to come into the Constitution afterwards and, and what's happened to us. And then we'll get into Jekyll Island and see what all these people have done to us. So, okay. I, I hope you, yeah. Go ahead. No, that's fine. I'm just saying I think we need to get the word out and we'll have plenty of money. Amen. Okay, good. Steve Pankers, how do you feel about getting the vote out of the way to spend that much money? I would agree with that. We're, like you, uh, like Wayne said, we're getting down to the wire. We need to make sure the money's allocated, and we need to make sure that we have uh, somebody working on the press releases or uh, whatever that we're going to put out there. We've sent two press releases, and more will go out. And we sent uh, one about a month ago and one about two weeks ago. So... We'll send one one a week out now for three weeks, and then we're there. Okay, so Jared Beck, how do you feel about spending five hundred? That leaves about a hundred and over a hundred and fifty. With the savings, I see it leaves about a hundred and eighty in our account. Yeah, this is Jared. Um... I feel good about leaving something in the account because we never we never know what other emergencies might pop up. Right. But if we're all agreed, then I'm not against uh, investing whatever else we can spare. I mean, we don't mean to focus just on Utah. There's other areas, of course, in the nation, but this seems well, to be the most potential of anything that's going on right now. So we're trying to put our support behind it. Okay. Okay. So my vote but, is uh, yes for at least I'd say 400. Okay, what about 500? 500? Whatever you proposed, as long as there's like 150 or more. Yeah, there is a more than 150, so okay. Um, David Eltz, how do you feel? 
Let's see. Uh, pro-life, how do you feel? Excuse me. Pro-life, uh, he wasn't listening. I'm listening. Um, do you think we should spend uh, 500 bucks on uh, advertising for what's coming up in July? That'll leave about $180 in their account. He says it's okay. Okay, so that's five. We need one more to make it official. Andrew, are you there? Andrew Bradley? Let's see. Any other voting member chime in? Or even Roger votes yes, so we're good. Thank you, Roger. So that's that's done with. The other question is, is when we get there, we want to solicit money. And David brought up the point that where is that money going to go to? Because it could go to actually three entities. It could go to the Utah County IAP, the Utah State IAP, or the National IAP. I, I'm not going to. Maybe we could split it up into three ways. Three ways, or what? What are some opinions out there? If we make, when we make money at the actual event from donations. Kelly, this is Jared. Yes, Jared. I'm going to have to leave pretty soon, and I'm on call, so anything could happen. But I, I agree with that proposal. Split it three ways. Okay. Okay, and we have a little bit of time for that, but I think that's fair. Any other opinions out there? Yeah, pro has got an opinion. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, um, you take, like, uh, the most effective kind of cost-effective kind of thing we could do would make some like signs that are about um, two feet by four feet, maybe uh, maybe even bigger than that, but at least that big. <clears throat> that said, uh, at the summit, you know, and the date, and uh-huh. uh, a website, and then just go out and uh, stand at rush hour at the freeways, you know, right on the freeways, so people would see that, and where they could just. Uh, Take their mobile device and just uh, plug that. Just go into that and. And, and, right. and the cat program. The cat program is really easy to do. It's just that I'm not really good at drawing with it. Okay, thank you, ProLife. Well, that's my opinion. For cost effective, you can't get anything cheaper than that, and better. I mean, you witness to ten thousand people about every uh, ten minutes. I mean, the cars. Are I, I absolutely agree with that. I absolutely. If you're standing on a busy intersection with a sign. That that is the cheapest way to advertise. It's just that someone needs to do it. Yep. Uh, Kelly, just yes, a, a, a bit of information here. Splitting up three ways uh, when you know I've always I've always been pretty much haven't had to pay the money for the rental wherever we were at because. People donated whatever it was. If it was two hundred dollars, they donated it and and just gave it at the at the meeting. But uh, and I'm not saying I need to have my the possibility of eighteen hundred dollars back or anything. Wow, or, that or much it is eighteen hundred. Well, it's nine hundred for the Boy Scout, and I've got a thousand possibility for the other one. But and, and again, I'm not asking for that back because we have a deal. I have a little contract you guys agreed to, so I'm not saying that I'm not willing to put that money in as long as we adhere to with the, the 300 is the parties you can split it each way any way they want and uh, but if we if we ask 
if we ask then uh, the other that they give more than five or three, then it's you know supposed to be the twenty five percent or twenty whoever brings them in. Mm -hmm. So that that's what we set up, and I just I don't want I don't mind paying the two thousand or fifteen hundred whatever it ends up being, but I just think you have to realize that I don't know that uh, others have put anything right. to to do that so i just right. would like to know that we split it after you get it and not before you get it right well thing. here here's what i was thinking and i know the thousand is for the friday night if if a, the bsa doesn't work out or something but i read another email that came by this week that says that oh yes like we said we will honor the contract the the room is yours yeah, and so it, I know. it seems pretty convincing that you don't need to spend the thousand. I would think. Okay, but well, but that's I, just I my don't opinion. mind. Yeah, I'm not minding doing that. I, if we get out and promote it, I think it it will be successful, and we can have well over a thousand people there. But it does take a lot of work. There's no doubt about it. I think we're going to that. we're and going to hit we're going to hit the nerves of what's really going on, and not just say we're going to have a meeting that's going to have a couple of people there and we're going to just say the things we're going to say what's truth versus the lies that the others say and so that's my whole goal and again i'm not trying to ask for a guarantee or anything because i don't mind doing that but i, well, I do think we need to to be ready for the possibility right. that could be real successful right well and okay. those three entities the county state and and the national we, it's it's appropriate to me, in my way of thinking, it's appropriate to do something like that, and then all three entities can decide how much to reimburse you. Like I would okay. vote for to reimburse you with our third of it. I would just say, look, you know, and then I, we, we we could get together with the county and the state and say, let's pay Wayne back. Look how much money we brought in, or whatever. Yeah. That that would be the appropriate thing to do, I would think. But I'm just one vote, but that's what I would do. Well, and, and I don't know that it matters, uh, you know, who you, you give it to, but I don't know if the states even said they're going to show up, and I and the county has said they're going to show up, and they would like Saturday, so I've arranged the building for them on Saturday. So I'm not saying anything that we all need to get in and make this successful, or it isn't going to okay. matter anyway. <laughs> yeah, okay. So there is, I don't know why somebody should get something that does nothing. Uh, yeah, well, I'm having that opportunity. The county. Okay, good point. Very good. Point. You're you're representing the national, and I, the national should get the majority. I think you're saying. I, I see. Because that, you're doing yeah. all the work. Yeah, well, you're doing all the work. Everybody will contribute if we can just get the truth out. That's all the work I want to see done. Okay. Anyway, I, I've got to go to a okay. meeting right God now. Bless you. I Thank you for joining. God bless. Us. And thank you for playing Ron Paul. I hope everybody understands the the, the severity of where we're at. And this summit, I feel, has that possibility of changing things, my yes. opinion. Yes. Thank you very much, guys. Love you guys. Thank you. Appreciate you. Love you, too. Bye -bye. Love you, Wayne. See ya. Okay, Jared, you got to go? This is Jared. I got to leave in about 15 minutes. Okay. We can decide that maybe next week. But Wayne, if I mean, we really kind of need an agenda. I think Wayne left, but I'll email him, 
because that's that's what we need to advertise. I mean, I guess I kind of have a rough sketch of what's going to happen, but but uh, you know, all all that needs to happen is some really big name that I don't know about, and then it's like, wow, I didn't include that guy, and then. But the other the other big thing to talk about tonight is is I, and I I like Wayne I I'm a, actually a little bit panicky because in three weeks from this Thursday from two days three weeks and two days it's going to happen and it's it's just to me we're we're actually too late right now because you're going to call somebody and they're going to say well we already have all those slots filled in why didn't you call a month ago. And we're going to say, "Oops!" So we need to we need to line up some advertising with the five hundred dollars that we just got approved. Anybody uh, that would want to offer to do that, to both look for advertising and to form an ad or anything, just to make sure that five hundred dollars is well spent. I think, Steve, you would do a great David job. David Austier, I'm in Utah David. County. I just got back about five minutes ago from, from California. Okay. So, um, uh, so I'm, uh, I'm a little bit busy tomorrow, but I have some time in the afternoon. Uh, the Art City Days thing is starting, and we have a booth at the Art City Days that, I have to, that I'm going to be at a lot of the time. But... Um, can you track down had the Herald Journal and Yes, I will if, go and talk to the people. I'll do if, that. If that would be the now, best who, who thing if you talk. Yeah, do you want me to do you want me to get back to you, Kelly? What what do I yeah, do? Yeah, just send me an email, but if you okay. go in there in person and say, "Look, you, you know, we're not a 501c3, but we uh painstakingly work and don't get any money for it because we love our country." What kind of deal can you give us? And just say you know, we just want to spread this message. It's totally free if no one has money to come. It's free to come and participate. What kind of deal will you help us with? It's the Fourth of July. It's the season, for heaven's sakes. And just and just wheel and deal a little bit if you can. And I mean, they can just say no, I guess. But and see what kind of deal you can get out of them if you don't mind, David. And uh, then I, I will. Now I'm I'm going to do some research with a couple of people that have dealt with them a little bit because I I think it's important to a certain degree that I am talking to the right person when yeah. I go in there. Yeah. Um, that, but, that will make a difference. Uh, plus, I don't want to necessarily speak twice because then I may say something different slightly, and then they'll think I'm a phony. I you, know, you have to right. be careful. No, just say you're representing the you're you're. Say that you're a, a voting member of the National Independent American Party, and you're, you're this is serious stuff. We have three days, and you know if you were to pay a business three days, it might cost fifty thousand dollars to do something. And this is a this is a big deal. And just see what they'll they'll do for us. I'll, I'll get I'll get started on this here now. If Good. there's anybody else that of things that are happening, maybe you know, I mean, KSL is different, and they have a wider reach, and of course. You know the Herald does, or or uh, some other things that are optional, optionally local. Um, I mean, we do have our Facebook page, and I believe you can contact Facebook and direct it to an area, um, so where we can you know concentrate it on an area. But um, 
we need a we need a couple of good somebody's got to put up some good links or or a YouTube thing or something that we put on we put on Facebook. Um, this kind of stuff has to happen now. Right. Okay, I'll get back to you tomorrow, Kelly. Thanks, David. Thank you. Okay. Jared, go ahead. Sorry to barge in. Um, one thing that Hal Massey proposed, our state Utah state chairman, was uh, contacting the, like stations, whether it's TV or radio, and ask him if they'd be willing to do a PSA, public service announcement. He says if you word it carefully and give it to them, sometimes they'll be glad to use it. But I've never done one. I don't really know Okay. What you should say in it. I asked him if he could send me one that's an example. So I'll email him. Well, see, let's find him. Just, just to let you know what basically happens in our party is there's people that do nothing, and then there's people that suggest things. And I get a ton of emails with people, here's a good idea, and they just, like, want us to do it. They're like, here, and maybe it is a good idea. But there's a ton of those people, and then there's people that actually do it. And so, yes, you're right, Jared. If he would actually write something, that would be the lifesaver. If he could write something, and then Andrew and I could look up what radio stations that could maybe run it. Okay. But uh, I, I also still think, and I... I know we've talked about this for a month now, but I also still think that of that $500, I would spend 150 on Facebook. And here's why. On Facebook, you can do it by geographical location. And you can, you can focus on Provo, Orem, and Salt Lake only. You could focus on those three cities, or else Utah County and Salt Lake County, and then you get with $150 three days before the event, or or five days before the event, you could reach everybody on Facebook that has that is patriotic minded. Everybody, because you could do it on keywords like patriotism and independent and political party and and those types of words and then you you could literally reach every single person on Facebook that thinks like we do and as you know that the shotgun approach doesn't always work but this is not a shotgun approach you would focus on people like us in just those few cities or those two counties and $150 would go a long long way in my opinion. So, any um, other some the words that Wayne, Some of the words that Wayne used earlier, at, right at the end of the Ron Paul segment, he says, you know, th- this is basically our last chance. I think those are the words that we need to use in some of these advertisements. This is your last chance for freedom and liberty. Uh-huh. I, I don't see anything wrong with that. Now, you guys, that's just my opinion. I'm out. Well, we, we one of the words we could do the search on is Ron Paul, and everybody that has Ron Paul in their profile on Facebook would get the ad. So, thank you, David. Any other opinions? Uh, I guess we we'll just wait for your report then, David. And how does everyone feel about Facebook? or about 
I mean, the distribution of the 500. Any other opinions out there? Yes, this is Steve. Steve, go ahead. Um, I like the Facebook. I've tried that a couple of times. Um, I think people get to see the ad. uh, Sometimes they don't respond to things like you expect, but at least it gets it out there. and I don't know that you can narrow it down by county. Uh, I was able to narrow it down by state. Um, you can by I city. We did. We did a Facebook for Jackson Hole for the Sumo Nationals, and we just collected Jackson Hole residents. Oh, okay. That's news to me. Yeah. I I say yeah, go for it. I, I wouldn't have spend very much money on it. Probably not more than fifty dollars or something like that they do have all kinds of variables you know mm-hmm. that you can well i said 150 and you said 50 what if we split it in half and said 100 and that left 400 for K, uh, ksl or the herald or something else or krns krns knrs Okay. Yeah, KR and whatever it is. Yeah, that's the radio station. Um, they really, they will. They need to do something, but I don't know. You know, we, somebody has to call them and uh, and find out who you know at the business office and find out well, what to do. And they'll, they will give you their rules. Well, we we know we're going to get a Salt Lake Tribune mention. I don't know how big the article is going to be, and we know we're going to get Sam Bushman. I'm going to. Email him right now, soon. I don't know what other radio station we would have that would interview people to talk about the summit. But we do have that, and we do have $500. If we spend 100 on Facebook, or 50 like Steve thought would be good, then we could put the rest in, in the Herald newspaper and Provo, or... Something else. Something else. Whatever someone's idea is. So. Kelly, it's Pro Life. Yes, Pro Life. Yeah. No. Uh, of course, I'm up here in Idaho, almost to Oregon, but we need somebody. We need people in Utah to contact all of the Tea Party people, the John Birch Society. Yeah. Um, all of those. Oh. Let's all those kind of organizations that we can think about and uh, make sure that they're really aware and invited. Yeah, that's important. Pro-life, that's a great comment. Um, I will get with the local chapter here of the John Bird Society, and then I will get some names of some other chapters here in Utah County, and I will make certain that either I personally will go and meet with them or something. I'll make that happen for John Bird Society right here. I... Pro-life, that's a big one. This is really important. Yeah, yeah, whatever advertising you can do, David. Man, please do it. uh, Another one is um, the Latter-day Conservative Group. Uh, Right. Yep. What's that guy's name? Kip Meekum. Yeah. Brian Meekum. Yeah, if we tell him ahead enough, he sends out a newsletter every month. Yes. Once a month, and if we catch him at the right cycle, he could, he'll include it in his announcement. Yep, I'm going to do that. 
I always think of it when it's too late. Yeah, but let's he does those things for other groups that are meeting. This is the granddaddy. This is three full days. He'll do something, I'll bet. He's done something before. But He's done never... everything I've asked him, really. He's a good guy. Yeah. He knows well, we don't aren't making him. money. Yeah. Today, because we don't know what's happening each day. Yeah, let's see, an agenda per day would be really nice. And, uh, yeah, as soon as possible. And then I Rod Yelm, he, uh, he agreed to do a big ad to put on our website, you know, the, the flashing banners. But that was a week ago, and he hasn't done it yet. So I'm going to send him another reminder. Uh, oh, so. we're running time. Yeah, I'm going to send him that right now. To him and and Sam Bushman and a few other emails after this meeting. But okay, it sounds like we got some good ideas. I hope that we have we have the five hundred dollars allocated. I hope that. Whatever happens, I mean, I, I want it to be a consensus. But but if people aren't involved and some of us just end up doing something because we think it's the right thing to do, like the media committee says, well, let's just do this then, I hope no one's offended by that because we're we this is what these meetings are for is we take in everyone's opinion and then someone has to make a decision. And it would be nice if no one was at odds with that decision. And I don't even care if it's me. I if it's I think Andrew has a good a good discernment. So if it was Andrew Bradley, he is the 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 uh chairman of the media committee. If he was involved and and whoever else wants to be involved, then then and we listen to David on his report and then we just say, "Okay, let's do this." Then I hope that that's settled and everyone's happy. Cool. Okay. Yeah, that'll be fine. Um, I will find out also as I'm setting up at Art City Days uh, tomorrow. Um, we have a we have a booth and a banner and uh, all of that. And this is, of course, specifically Utah County IAP. Wonderful. Um, uh, we're dealing with Lloyd's Constitution. Uh, we're dealing with um, Jekyll Island, and we're dealing with um, a local. Uh, elections and things that are going on. We have, we have, uh, you know, city commissioners and city council people and city, around things happening. So there's there's some issues. So we have some local issues, uh, property rights issues, and other things that that, that are also being that's kind of lively discussion right now locally. So some of that stuff will be uh, will be all on the table. Um, Great. So we'll, I'll get a readback, and I'll get something to you on that too, Kelly. I'll, re, I'll make some kind of report. Okay. You don't need uh, to do it tomorrow if you don't want. Just take a couple of days if you need it, and then just yeah. As soon as I can make it happen, week. I mean we're, we're yeah. up against it here. We got to make stuff happen. So yeah, good. I'm glad. I love your sense of urgency. Good. Okay, and let's just start with you. Let's just go around to each person, and then we'll be done with the call. Uh, maybe Jared first, because I know you got to go. Jared, anything else on your mind? Go ahead. I'm uh, just glad to be here. Sorry I have to cut it short. Got too many commitments. Oh, okay. I appreciate 
everybody's involvement and dependency to come here, not dependency, but dependability of being here on this call. We appreciate it. I hope Will's doing okay. He's probably in the middle of a move. And yeah, I do too. Her device is in, under control like his computer and his phone. But we love him and appreciate him. Yes, we do. Thank you, Jared. You're welcome. Okay. David, go ahead with anything else you okay. have, including yeah, any of the emails. Yeah. Um, just an extension on Will. I did speak with him this morning, and uh, I was in Reno at the time, and uh, um, he uh, he's trying to get set up a little bit because he's actually staying with at one of his kids' house and stuff, and so it's really difficult for him to organize stuff. He's not he is not well organized yet, and the stress um, he's. He's taking naps at weird times. He says, "I'm sleeping more." I mean, different things and stuff are happening. So he's not. He hasn't quite caught up yet with things. So yes, please pray for him and and have a little bit of patience with Will. And uh, but but uh, he'll he's he's his health is okay. You know, it's not down, but it's not it's not it's not superlative, but it's not bad. So anyway, that's Will. Um, for me, uh, I had the assignment to deal with Daniel Imperato, and uh, I dealt with him. I probably had six or seven hours of telephone conversations with wow. um Daniel is a talker and and he is he wants to move things and stuff and so when I responded I responded to him two ways. Uh one was um this the uh, in two of the negative ways that I kind of tried to point out to him where he's going to have difficulty. I said, "Daniel, one of the things you're doing here is is that you're going after the money." I mean, all you're doing is going after the money. And I. so then I had different ways of talking to that. Of course, he tried to explain that, well, this is if that's the business and that's the way it goes and that's what it is and this and this and this. And then if you do the kind of things the way I know how to do them and get ballot access in the States, it costs money and therefore I deserve to get paid for it. I said, I agree with you. However, we're not working that way. <laughs> And he says, but then you're not working at all. You're not really a party. That means you're not really. And, and he could not conceive that, that, that was, this is basically the whole breakdown. He basically realized in his mind that we, we don't exist as a party. And, yeah, he told and, me that too, yeah. I told, I told you that. So he, he, that was one thing. It, it took a while to get that through to him. I mean, I had to repeat it about 12 times, Okay. <laughs> Yeah. The um, the the other thing I said was I said you can't go in to these guys and uh, and treat it like it's a coup and take over this situation. Oh well, I'm not doing that. I'm seriously in support of all of these things, and I really feel that God and he. We did have a lot of conversation about God and stuff, and the whole and there was right. whole things. And, and he really is motivated that way. I mean, he, he really truly has a good motivation. It's his particular background and the particular things that he does are are all real big money things, and all I mean, he does things. You know, he, he big. I mean, that's just he, otherwise he doesn't do them at all. It's just that's really, really who he is. And uh, so it was really nice to be able to get to know this guy a bit in a, in a lot of ways because he is amazing. But he says, you can't use that word coup. I said, you know, I'm really using it to help you understand what their reaction is going to be if if you do the kind of things that you do because they're not prepared for that. 
and uh, I did this twice. And we had no. So those are the two things that really caught his attention and really helped me to explain to him and get him. And I had to wait until he decided. Well, I guess this really isn't what I can do, you know. And then he come back and said, "I still want to do it, but you know." <laughs> so uh, he, he's a very interesting. He's a, he's quite a character. Will he get on with independent stuff? He has, in 2006, he started a 501c called Independent America. And he was trying to put this together, and this is when something happened where he got some lawsuits going. And which, of course, when you're dealing with the kind of money that he deals with and stuff, lawsuits come easy. Um and he's been dealing with that for the last, um, you know, six, eight years and got that stuff pretty much under control and even did dealt with stuff with the Supreme Court, dealt with all kinds of things and stuff. I mean, he really did. But he still actually has, that, that organization still exists. He still has a 501C titled Independent America. So he might be getting going on that again and we might be able to, work together with it. So I don't know. Okay. I don't know exactly what he's going to do, but uh, he's quite a fellow. So I took care of what was requested of me with Daniel, and that's Thank what has come out. Anything else, I will continue. I've mentioned already, the next thing is that the Utah County Independent American Party is dealing with Art City Days of Springville starting tomorrow, and that goes for three days. And uh, I am dealing directly with the media people at the Boy Scout thing with about Gledhill, and that is getting arranged. And of course, as I said, I'm going to do this this advertising stuff and contact. I have two other people that I need to contact. Uh, that uh, uh, Jason Jason Christensen, Utah County Chair, has got me to contact. But these are these are also media people, so I'm going to use this in the same thing. I'm going to broaden it for that. So I have those three things now. I just got back, like I say, half an hour ago. Now I just got I just got back from my drive from Reno today and, and all the stuff right. in California, all the things. And I had wonderful family activities and seeing many of my grandchildren and some, and some of my grandchildren that I haven't seen for quite a while. So I was really blessed. And I even saw my ex-wife and she uh-huh. still doesn't talk to me and it's really kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that was nice okay. too. Cool. And uh, I don't mean to be light here. I don't mean to be rude to take up your time on that. But I just no, want to fine. know that that you know that I know for you too. I know for all of you, and I love all of you. And I appreciate the time that you spend for for these efforts. And I know that this is really difficult because we don't we have very very little organization in reality here, and our time commitment is all it makes. And and however the vision is going to go forward. Uh, right now, we have to hang on to what Wayne's put together, and we must make this happen. David, out. Great. Uh, Judy Tucker says on the chat, I totally agree on the Facebook posting. Uh, she said her husband, Roger, stepped away. So thank you, Judy. Okay, so I'll go down the line. Steve, go ahead. Anything else you have? <clears throat> well, uh, I was while you were talking, David, I was... Uh, Looking at uh, boosting your uh, post on Facebook, if you put in $100 and you do it for two weeks, I guess the maximum time frame is two weeks. Um, 
you would reach between 11,000 and 29,000 people. And I and you can uh, re, uh, restrict it to cities. So I put it in Salt Lake and Murray and American Fork and Provo, Payson, Orange. Yeah. And so, yeah. And, so, and the thing is, each of those people, though, are it's not a shotgun approach. Each of those people will think like we do based on their profile and the keywords. Yes. So... Yeah, I, I'd say that's a very good idea. Um, cool. Things that I've been doing, I've contacted the uh, New Mexico Secretary of State's uh, office, uh, Bernadine Lucero is a lady, and I made a request for voter information, and I sent in the request today, and I should have a uh, file, a very large file, uh, tomorrow. I've been brushing up on my Excel so I can uh, look at the data. Uh, they said they have purged a lot of names from the database uh, because New Mexico had a problem. Their database wasn't being maintained. So uh, she said it was a much smaller file. So I'm going to get going on Good the... Good job. Uh, oh, thanks. Uh, we, I'm going to get going with the New Mexico independent uh, voters. Do you think uh, our friend will be uh, will be a candidate? I forgot his name. Mark Tross. Yes. You think he'll be a candidate? Um, it could possibly could be. Uh, he'd be going up against Jason Harper, a well-known Republican, uh, PhD scientist at uh, Sandia Labs. Um, but he was willing to do it last time, uh, but his father-in-law was having problems. He has since passed away. So, yeah, he might. Well, um, all we need is it, one person to stay on the ballot. Well, yes, and Mark, um, he has asked me if I would come up to his um, radio station. He has a, a, gee, I can't remember the name of it. It's uh, 1150 a.m. He's on there from 2 to 5 in the afternoon uh, talking about basically religion and, and current events. And uh, I was thinking of talking to him, seeing if I could come in and we could start talking about politics uh, and various issues in our state. Great. Are you there? Okay. So, okay, so getting on the ballot in New Mexico and Mark Tross are two big things that uh, we're you're working on, and I'm helping you kind of from a distance. Yeah, are are you in New Mexico now? I will be in two weeks, but it's kind of it's kind of funny because I'll be here, I'll be in this area three days a week, and I, I've already collected I don't know two hundred or three hundred signatures on being on the ballot in Arizona. And I could very easily just put a, an address down here to where I'll be staying when I'm here, and then I'll keep running under Arizona instead of New Mexico, and not New Mexico. Okay. And then it, they'll probably let me vote in both states. We know how that is. <laughs> There's no checks or balances on that. Yeah. Well, so good luck on your move. Thank you. 
Okay, uh, pro-life. Anything else from you? Go ahead, sir. Well, I've just been farming, and uh, so I haven't been doing much. I'm glad you're on the call. Just trying to call a few radio stations. I've done that and make some comments. So, but we're right in the middle of pea harvest, and uh, boy, it's it's hot out here. It was about a hundred today. Wow. So, we just work from daylight to dark and listen to calls like this. That's about it. So that's about all I got. All right. Well, thank you for all that you do. I know it's a busy time of year. Thanks for being on the call. The Alliance call is two weeks from this Thursday. Uh, No, no, no. A week from this Thursday. Sorry. So in a week and two days is the Alliance call. Well, all I can say is we just need to have faith in Heavenly Father, Jesus, and the Holy Ghost, and... uh, Yep. really live up to what we believe is right. So if we can do that and have um, the angels watch over us, well then we'll be we'll wind up doing the right thing as for God, as what God wants us to do, and that's what we really need to do. Yeah. Yes. Amen. Absolutely. Okay. Well, thank you, Pro Life. Jared Hayrend from Idaho, so glad to have you on, and we still haven't forgot about a potential event there, but we're we're kind of looking to you to for leadership on that. Go ahead, sir. Yeah, um, I've just been thinking a lot about uh, potentially maybe reaching out to the younger kids and and uh, teenagers and, and people more my age too. I'll we'll be twenty seven, uh, maybe a little bit younger, but I think we have a huge advantage if we can touch the younger folks as well. Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, they're the rising generation, and we, we need some strong leadership and uh, all that in the future. So I, I don't know if you guys have proposed anything in the past calls that I've missed on, on what we can do to better reach out to people that are younger, but I, I feel like that might be something that we should strategize to do a little bit more often. Well, we could call you to be our our youth coordinator for the whole nation, and then you could be the focus person on that, Jared. I would, you know, I'd really like to help out wherever I could. Um, I'm currently looking at, I'm entertaining some ideas to uh, potentially start selling some T-shirts and, and stuff like that, and uh, I'm going to make some political stuff. And my, my target group is people about my age, maybe, you know, into the mid-30s and 40s, too. But I just want to help build awareness. And uh, I, yeah. I would definitely like to do whatever I can to help out the party as well with that. Yeah. So. Well, great. I'm convinced, Jared, when you t- I know you're in a heavy religious LDS area. I'm convinced that people need to get a good understanding of the terrestrial and telestial kingdom before they understand can understand the celestial kingdom. And what we're doing is telestial and terrestrial kingdom related. And uh yeah, you know, I just people people there where you're at, let's let's try to convince them of the true principles of those two kingdoms and and then they can qualify themselves for an understanding of the celestial. But you know, you can you can use those kinds of avenues, I believe, in your approach in church, 
and the people you talk to and interact with there based on those things because this is this is the world we're trying to perfect the world we live in but we all know that in the next life it's it's much more glorious if we're faithful to the commandments of God and repent of our sins and and keep our covenants but but we what we're talking about on this call is just earth related and and uh so anyway that those are some a few thoughts I always try to help people uh get some suggestions that go through my mind anyway on your situation but if you want to be the youth coordinator we can make it make you that and put you on the website and uh and then we could think about an event in summit 6 in November beginning of November when they're still going to school there in Rexburg, Idaho. I think that'd definitely be an awesome thing to do. Uh, I'm still entertaining a few different ideas, but I was wondering, have you guys been able to speak anything about the the summit here in Rexburg at all? Have you materialized anything yet? No, we're we're kind of looking for you to you for leadership. <laughs> okay. We're we're totally focused on Summit Five, and then we'll we'll get you help. But right now, until Summit 5, and that's not going to be over till July 4th, this is what we're totally focused on, and then we'll turn our attention to that. But anything you can do between now and then or any leadership you can provide, we all like to follow good leadership. doesn't matter who we are. So if you, the main thing about events is a, a place and a time, a day. If you can get those two things, that's ninety percent of it, and then we can start advertising. And, and but but you can, if you could get one a building. I mean, those buildings there in Rexburg, they sit there, and are not used the majority of the time. They're big rooms, you know. They're and why not have an event in one of them? Definitely. It, it's. It, I hope that they give permission, but we will see. I was thinking, so we've got a yeah. few different options. We've got the ice center, which is huge. Uh, yeah. If that doesn't go down, we could probably try the Rexburg Tabernacle. Uh, we did an event here when we were pushing constitutional carry in Idaho, which officially did not pass this year again. But uh, we only had a few people. But I feel like if we advertise way in advance and uh, get marketing out there, then we could definitely get a strong presence. And I, I feel like we could attract a lot of people from not just here in Rexburg, but even outside of Rexburg, yes. maybe even in Wyoming. Idle Falls, Wyoming, yes. Well, and the uh, the message could be in in at BYU Idaho. Before you learn about the celestial kingdom, join with us in learning about the celestial and terrestrial kingdoms. Independent American Party, I don't know. Just a, something to grab their attention to make them want to be a part of it. Because if we could fill up one, either of those two places, wow, that would be great. But it, it, it can happen. It's just that we have to, like, like if you could do some digging, and, and it all starts, like, right now. I mean, some events, it starts years in advance, like the great big events at, at the in New York and, and different places, Madison Square Garden. They start a year in advance or more. But, but here... November's coming by in about five months or so, and so let's let's try to five or six months. You know, let's focus on early November, 
get those two things, a place and a day, and then we're set. And then we're all excited. Yeah, we are. David Elsher. here. Uh, yeah. My granddaughter is uh, going to uh, Rexburg in the fall here, so I'll be up there numerous times. Good. So, um, so yeah, let's make this happen. If you could meet uh, with J- with Jared Hayron. I, I, Jared's I, I, all alone. I, I will, I'll there. get. We'll get in touch, Jared, and because I'll be up there, you know, either the end of August or beginning of September. I'll be staying in Idaho Falls at my friend's place, in Idaho Falls, and then um, setting stuff up for my granddaughter and her the house that she's going to be in and and um, and stuff. And then that's then the first of September. But um, I could be up. I may be up there every other weekend. I don't know exactly how it's going to play. Yeah. Well, I know Jared feels pretty alone, and so any help you could give him, okay, would help. He tries to recruit, but knowing. Not you know, not a lot of people are listening right now, right, Jared? That's I mean, right. I mean, a few interested folks here and there, but nobody really has a lot of motivation to get going with anything. So yeah, we need uh, like I ten need Jared Herons. Go ahead. Sorry. There's yeah, that's a great comment because we're almost we're there's part of us that are going well. I just hope the second coming is coming real quick because things are so bad. <laughs> I know. People are just people Amen. are taking a very weird position on things, and and we need to be making sure that people are on the path. Um, there's a current uh, talk about standing by the tree, referring to Lehi's dream, the tree of life, and uh, that takes uh, regular activity to do that. Um, and part of this, this what we have is a freedom and liberty movement, and it takes activity to accomplish this. And you can see how stressful it was for Captain Moroni. I mean, he died when he was 45 years old. Um, yeah. You know, so it's not, uh, you know, this isn't for the faint of heart, really. So Well said. But, yep. Yeah. Okay, David out. So any any help you can give Jared and Jared, if you could just duplicate yourself nine more times, then we have a <laughs> then we have ten of you there. I do have a copy machine. I'll try. <laughs> and give your wife and you have children, right? One. Yeah, I have one daughter. Yeah. So give them all our best, please. I will. Thank you. Thank you, Michael Pilatus, Is that you? The other Idahoan on. Yes, I am. I uh, All right. just just got in service here a little bit ago. I ran across Philip Jensen. He said he went on a mission with you. Is he was in your same district? Philip Jensen. Yeah, he he was on the he was at the Frank Talker Indian Prophet event we had in St. George this last weekend. But he said where, he knows you. Where was he, he from? He's got a he's got a limp and he he's kind of short, and uh, but he says he remembers you. Anyway, go ahead. It's start, yeah, it's, it's starting to sound familiar. Right? Was he in Puyallup? Maybe or, I don't know. I don't know. He just says he was in your district and he kind of he kind of was fifty percent whether or not you would even remember him. Okay. Well, you know, the more you talked about him, the more it, it started uh, conjuring up some familiarity. I didn't remember the name, but when you said uh, slight limp and 
couple of things. I anyway, I kind of think I might remember him. That's all right. Any IAP thing you have for us today? Well, uh, I did. I did speak with uh, Jared today. Cause, uh, oh, cool. Uh, I I noticed that uh, we got one new person on the Idaho IAP page that. And uh, so yeah. I made con I made contact with that person because they had kind of a unique profile. They um, they're involved. Uh, it's a young lady, and she's involved with the uh, Miss Idaho pageant. And so um, I just kind of scoped out what what she was doing and what she was into. And uh, so I just sent her a message thanking her for liking the page and whatever and. And she came back with, oh, yeah, she's involved in Boise with, uh, um, she sounds like she's definitely involved with, with politics and, and uh, uh, she's promoting, uh, um, I don't know, stuff for uh, handicapped children or something. But uh, anyway, but it looked like she had quite a, Quite a big following of of uh, people that that uh, were on her page and that. So I, you know, I've been looking for people, you know, keeping them in the back of my mind. People that when once we get going on um, doing a trying to think of the word a petition petition to be on the ballot. People that I can uh, talk to that. Uh, can do stuff in their area, and this this young lady was in early, and so anyway, I just keep thinking of people in key areas or whatever that can can help us when we get get that rolling. But I'm not sure, you know, I'm not sure what exactly we need to do on a ballot. Uh, Jared had a good idea with the Survey Monkey, you know, doing a survey and finding things out. What I was thinking is. Is yeah, if we could have some questions that are leading questions that would lead lead people down the path of uh, you know asking questions till they get to the the point of would they they sign a petition to get another party on the on the ballot? It would be an obvious answer, yes, and that they would want to do it because of the previous leading questions that, you know, kind of lead them down the path of how's things going now, uh, what's what's happening in the two parties, are, you know, and, and a few questions like that. But uh, I think if we really strategically uh, set up a survey, that that would really help people's mind and get them, prepare them yeah. to, to uh, sign a petition. Well, Michael, you could get gather Jared and even uh, Robert Gorglione and everyone in Idaho and start planning on how to do that and start brainstorming and then planning how to do that all that because yeah, thirteen thousand five hundred signatures, which means eighteen thousand, is is not going to be easy. But if if let's say that you were able to pay pro life salary. He could get thousand every two weeks or something. I don't know. 
Oh yeah, yeah. The uh, somebody that uh, was getting donations at the same time was giving yeah. Yeah. into the party. Yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, this is all that uh, that one party did is they just paid people to go around and do it. The party that Americans elect. If we had money, we would be on the ballot. And the the Constitution Party in Idaho is so bad that there's no hope joining forces with them. So, right now, anyway. Yeah. All right. Well, well, yeah, and they doesn't seem like they are. I mean, how how big is the Constitution Party? I haven't seen anything that would show that they have much uh, of a following there either. They don't. We really need uh, we need new wine to be put into new bottles. Is what we need. Mhm. So. Okay. Well, are you driving truck right now? Yeah, I just uh, pulled into a rest area. Okay, cool. Northern Montana right now. All right. You still got service, good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was a that was a problem I had is I, I I figured I was gonna be able to be on the call from the beginning, but uh I had to climb that big uh, hill lookout and it's getting hot and my truck kept overheating, so oh. I schedule on getting back into service. Wow, but uh, but yeah, I'm uh, I've been I've been trying to think of things and and uh, figure out which way to go here. And um, I I don't know if you recalled when we we spoke with uh, Rick Kerber, he talked oh. about how he uh, had got so many people to sign a petition in Wyoming that was phenomenal so we're talking with him and and getting some ideas from him on how to go about things and picking his brain and well see he's welcome to join the national party anytime but maybe a better fit for him is you're right for you and him to team up on like like a wyoming state coordinator and get wyoming on the ballot which is only two thousand signatures like utah <laughs> Yeah, you probably just—I could probably just go across the border and find that many between uh, Alpine and Jackson. Yeah, and so it's like maybe maybe your effort in Wyoming is a, a better suit for now because it's way way fewer signatures, and and Wyoming is one of the freer states in our country. And so think about that because you know we we have. We have David Elts. He's the Eastern Regional Coordinator, and he lives in California and Utah. So we could have you or someone else be the Wyoming State Coordinator, including Rick Herber, and uh, and then just you know then you can leave us behind in the national if you want. Um, you can tune into these calls. We always hope you do. But then you could fo- totally focus on that state or Idaho and Wyoming. Those two states, and, yeah. and then you can you can gather your own small army of people to 
to do the work that you desire to do. You can have a weekly call. You, it could be biweekly. But then you then you could tap into the resources of Rick Kerber. Yeah. And if he doesn't well, like us, the thing uh, is, uh, that that thing he's got going on with the American Liberty Society, it's it's uh, it's growing pretty fast. He's already up to a thousand members in that. Wow. So, so he's he's yeah. Please, please try to work with him because that's it took a long time for us to get a thousand members. Yeah. Yep. I and I haven't I haven't spoke with him for a while. I I had the uh um event that was in Idaho Falls and that was really the last time that I, I spoke with him. I had my mother passed away and kinda got Well yeah. Uh, anyway, caught up with taking care of that and so anyway, I just haven't gotten back into full communication. Um, our condolences on that. That's very sad. Well, I appreciate that. Well, you take uh, whatever time you need. My brother and I have two of my brother-in-laws that fly fly down to meet with Rick every week. Wow. They're they're taking real estate courses from him. So got it. Anyway, so you know, still have good connection there. It's just I. I mean, I'm on the road. It's just, it's just uh, really hard to get right. anything, and 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 it's uh, becoming difficult now. I I uh, I'm going back and forth to Washington and going through Montana. I'm just on these tight, winding roads, and and uh, not a lot of service, and and uh, anyway, it's just I just can't do what I used to do. Uh, understood. Hopefully your time will free up. Always pray for it because God can certainly make that happen. Yeah. Well, yeah, I just uh, I just keep looking for opportunities of different ways I can get some other income. You know, if I only had a couple thousand um, extra income coming in, I could get out of a truck and do anything and be at home and have, you know, a regular, <laughs> whatever a regular life is, but you know, home in the evenings and have uh, have an office where I can sit down at a computer and and do something. Right. Well, keep at it. Keep your chin up. Things can have a way of changing very quickly. Yeah. So. Okay. Okay. Well, we have one more person from Utah. Is this Andrew? Or uh, this this Will. is Will. I'm on my cell phone. Okay, it was Will the whole time. Go ahead, Will. Well, not the whole time, but I, I've been here. Uh-huh. Uh, I've been really busy working on the uh, getting these stores uh, set up in uh, two locations and and moving. But uh, let me. Let me give you some good news. Uh, on the, uh, and these are these are issues that are uh, gut issues with the uh, with the legislatures in the various states. The right to try 
meaning uh, uh, no FDA restrictions on uh, medication for terminal patients. Uh, Alabama signed that into law yesterday. Uh, They are probably the 19th, somewhere between the 19th and the 21st state to do that. California Senate passed a bill uh, for that, 39 to 0 in the Senate. They did wow. that Friday. Uh, so they, these are these are hot button issues, and I think we we need to put some of these on our on our website with uh, recommendations. Uh, here's here's a couple on police, uh, and Montana already signed this into bill into law in their state. Uh, all oh, about three weeks ago, four weeks ago. In California, it would help stop federal militarization of police. That bill is in the legislature right now. And the Senate, by a vote of 38 to 1, uh, approved a bill to curb policing for profit via asset forfeiture. And this is this is just a... Uh, something that's way out of control all across our nation, and so this is this is a hot issue. And then uh, privacy. Uh, these three states are not noted for being uh, constitutional or conservative states. Connecticut, uh, warrantless drone surveillance unanimously passed the state senate last Tuesday. Oregon, a bill to take on warrantless collection of cell phone data, passes the House Committee. That's coming up. Louisiana, uh, automatic license plate recognition would uh, block national license plate tracking. And that's, uh, those are uh, bills in normally pretty liberal states. So I think if we can work on privacy, if we can work on uh, the uh, right to try and uh, police, we've got uh, we've got three hot issues that will resonate with people. And as they come to our come to our site, then they will see what to do, and we will be the go-to people for getting things done. Okay, Pri- privacy, privacy, and what else? Okay, right to try. That's uh, stopping federal drug administration restrictions on on terminal patients. Okay, yeah. In other words, we're just going to let those patients die. That's that's the Washington point of view. Right. Uh, okay, that they there've been. I'm not sure. Almost twenty, twenty-one states that have put that into law in their states right now. That's almost half of half of the union, and there are only uh, probably 25% of the states still have their legislature in session. Right. Hmm. Okay, and then police, uh, asset forfeiture, that's a that's a hot issue. And, uh, asset forfeiture. Okay. Yeah, that's, uh, that's where the police break into a house and they find some drugs, and they take the car, and they take the house, and they take this, and they take that, and they sell it and make money. Wow. 
sounds sounds ridiculous, doesn't it? But that, it sure that's sure law for, for years. Wow. Hmm. So, uh, uh, and the militarization of the police. There are numerous states that are already working on that. Uh, the feds are are giving them tanks and armored personnel carriers and and Kelvar vests and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But they come with with uh, restrictions. In other words, if you want this stuff, you're going to have to do it our way. And they're they're coming up with a federal police force. If you remember, the German state police were called the Gestapo. Well, uh, the feds are trying to set up that here in ours. And privacy. Uh, this is this is an extremely hot issue. Uh, stopping warrantless drone surveillance uh, on us uh, and warrantless collection of cell phone data. Yep. These are these are are very good items. If we had it under a broad issue of privacy in the Fourth Amendment, and quote the Fourth Amendment, so there's a little learning there. And uh, then uh, we can list these things that are happening and then suggest that they take this to their state legislator, their, uh, their members of the House and members of the Senate. So that's that's my suggestion, sir. Awesome. Thanks. I have some good ammo for this month's bill committee send. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, we've already listened to Ron Paul. So, does anyone else have anything to bring up for the executive committee? We've been on an hour and 45 minutes. Okay, hearing nothing, let's go to work. Good luck this week. Let's have a great summit and put our heads together on advertising and the things we discussed. I'll send out a follow-up email tomorrow on this meeting. And uh, any anyone else have a final word before we call on somebody to pray? I guess I do have one question. This is Jared from Rexford. Yeah, Jared, go ahead. So on the list of items, it says that Independence Militia is on there. Uh, what needs done with that? Well, you will you get with because Scott Forsyth in West Virginia could really use some help on that. Do you, okay, he's I've the he's the militia coordinator. I think you have. His contact info on Facebook, right? Yeah, I do. I stay in touch with him every now and then. He just needs help. And we we were talking either last week or the week before how there's a time where window that's opening to where we just need to warn people to be prepared in that fashion. And Edward Vieira, Edwin Vieira is. Many of us want him to be our presidential candidate, and that's his number one topic. And so we just want to keep focusing on that because I think many of us think the uh, the time is running out. And so whatever you can do to help Scott further that cause, that would be great. Sounds good. I specialize in handguns and stuff, so oh, yeah. wow. I'll talk to him. Beautiful. Good. Okay. Anything else? Okay, well, 
well done. Let's let's boot, keep moving forward. And this is a to say this is important is an understatement. The work that we're doing, and I know it's volunteer, but that's how the Lord, that's how He gets stuff done throughout the ages, in the Scriptures and everywhere. It's just volunteers. So, thank you for being on the call tonight. And could we ask David Elts? Could you give us a closing prayer? Yes. Our Father in heaven, uh, we are grateful for this uh, upcoming summit, uh, the efforts which Wayne Hill has so extensively put this together. We ask for thy spirit to uh, help us realize the importance of this. We ask for the various issues to be able to reach out from our hearts to the people that need to hear we need as many people as possible. At the same time, we need to educate continually. The time is coming where this nation is truly on the brink of absolute destruction. And we must blow the whistle on this and people have to wake up to some degree. We ask that that will help us to do this in an interesting, kind, and careful way, but with boldness. Now, we have assignments uh, to go and do now uh, in the various categories in the coming days. And uh, with our blessings in these efforts, and may we uh, truly be able to focus on these things. Where there is no vision, the people perish. Help us to realize the vision of liberty and the paths that have been set by our forefathers with the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, help us to realize the destruction from the time, really, of 1913 and the situation of what's all going on to the summit, that today and tomorrow and the next day will be a new day for many people. We'll bless us with these efforts in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Thank you, David. God bless you this week, and we'll catch you again real soon. Have a great evening, everyone. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway, and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.